Psachim Dav Samach Zayin Amid Beis, Shir 20. Can you stick your fingers into the Kaisal? You want to put a kvittal in there, and you want to hug it and kiss it like that great picture. So what's the problem? Amamar, L'Rabbi's Balkeri, a Balkeri was not allowed to go in to the Harabayas, as well as an Ishanida. So this affects really a lot of people. So watch the question. Lavnei Nezer lived around 135, 140 years ago, was asked when people started going up to Yisrael, and they actually had access to the Kaisal, can you put kvitlach into the Kaisal? And what would be the problem? The problem is that since the Kaisal, we believe, is the wall to the Harabayas, so the wall itself is Niskadish. When you put your fingers in, you're putting your fingers into the Harabayas, even though you're only putting in a drop. But the halacha is Bia B'miktas, Shma Bia, walking in quarter into a doorway. That's also also by the Harabayas, but so like we learned like Chatzishir, etc. So the Avnei Nezer gives a very interesting alum this year. He was Matarit. And uh, the great Lablina Rav, what was his svara? He says, when do you say Bia B'miktas, Shma Bia? It's like going in a little, it's like it's leading, it's coming, you're going to go in totally. But over here, where you're putting your fingers into a wall, it can't go further than that. So you can't say that, okay, if I go in a little, it's going to be like I, I went in totally. It's impossible. So therefore, he held that Bia B'miktas, in this case, would be Mutter, and you could put your fingers into the wall. Very hotly disputed. Now, one of the interesting points to dispute is having uh, Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael, Yaakov Fischer, his point was, he says, the walls of the Kaisal, they go down another 18 rows, and each one is around one inch further in, or a thumb, a half inch. As the wall goes up, it, it backs up half inch, half inch, half inch, half inch. So he says, since there's 18 rows below you, where you are standing, you may be totally inside the wall, in effect. In other words, there may be 10 or 15 inches behind you. You may be totally inside the wall, in effect, from where the wall starts. And now you're you're on top of the wall, not just sticking a finger in, but you're actually deep into the wall. So the Avdeinezer Svara wouldn't be relevant in this case. So therefore, because of this, the Chazaynish, for example, did not put his fingers into the Kaisal. I'm not sure how far he stayed away from the Kaisal, but he didn't go into the Kaisal, etc. Those who are Matir, watch this Svara. And I believe they hold there's three sfekas here. One is, we're not 100% sure that the kaisal is the chaima to the uh, harabayas. It's very complex and way beyond the time that we have here. Additionally, another issue is that there is differing opinions whether the walls were neskadesh. In other words, they were mekadesh to harabayas. Were they mekadesh the walls at all? So we have another suffix. And the third side is, is the Abi Oimer and other tzaddikim on a nusfara. Since you stand El Gabi Offer, he says, Gagin Valiyas Lainiskaju. That the Kedusha, this is again beyond, bottom line is this three sfekas. So the Maril Diskin did allow to put your fingers into the Kaisal, the Lublin Arav, the Stipler they say used to go up to the Kaisal, and my, and my Rebbe Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, of course, was famous for going up to the Kaisal, he used to hug the Kaisal, kiss the Kaisal, put his fingers into it. But if somebody wants to be Machmir, at least you know what the discussion is. The Kaisal could be the Harabayas, which many believe it is, and by, you're basically entering into the Harabayas by putting your fingers in there, and it could be a shail of Bia B'miktas Shma Bia, that would be the problem. So you, therefore you do see people who do stand like a foot away or two feet away from the Kaisal. We spoke about how the Mun 
is about being present. If you didn't have kavana, what its taste would be, it would be tasteless. It came every day. You couldn't like just put it to sleep. No, the check is in the mail. It's coming. You had to actually go out and get it every day. And being present, so much of Torah is about being present. We are a nation where every time you, you eat, drink a glass of coffee, you have to make a bracha. I'm aware of what I'm eating. I'm being thankful, grateful for this exact moment. And without kavana, mitzvah tzrichas kavana. If you do a mitzvah without being present, the mitzvah didn't happen. The Kleisenberger Rav and his tshuvis has a story. Uh, one of his tshuvis is about somebody who was taking off their tefillin and they didn't remember if they were before davening or after davening what they have to do. I mean, that's how not present people are. I saw a story once. This fellow's on a train and uh, he starts making polite conversation with a woman opposite him and he discovers they have a lot in common. They live in the same neighborhood in New York, even in the same building. They both have a, a seven-year-old daughter it's not long before they realize, to their astonishment, that their husband and a wife had been married for 15 years. That's what not being present is. Now, the Mishnah Brewer brings a Radvaz, a fabulous Radvaz. He says, a man on an island of Malta, or a letter to the Radvaz, he says, he was in jail, and the governor said he has one day a year that he could be out of jail. Which day should he choose? Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, maybe his wife's birthday, I don't know, but he doesn't bring that day. But which is the most important day of the year? And Radvaz writes him back, take today, the first immediate day, because there is no day greater than the present day you're living in. So what's the message of the man? All we have is today. Live today, dance today, smile today, accomplish today, as if it's the only day that matters in your life.